Welcome to the Young Businessmen of Tulsa podcast. I'm your host, Evan Uitake, and I'm so excited that you've tuned in. Our mission is focused on connecting, developing, and inspiring young business leaders to find and pursue their purpose. This podcast is sponsored by Trost Marketing. Promoting your business through marketing is essential for growth. Without marketing, you lack the ability to create a conversation with your potential customers. At Trost Marketing, we provide marketing solutions that fuel growth. We are your source for all of your printing needs, as well as branded apparel and promotional items. If your business wants to stand out to potential customers, contact the marketing experts at Trost Marketing. Visit us at trostmarketing.com or call us at 866-492-7820. Young businessmen, welcome to the Young Businessmen of Tulsa podcast. I'm your host, Evan Uitake, and I want to welcome you to podcast number 57. Uh, today is an exciting day, uh, as you can tell probably by the acoustics, we're in uh, 36 degrees north again. And uh, this has been a fun place for me to come to because uh, there's just so much going on uh, with uh, Tulsa entrepreneurs. And so for me, it's, it's been cool to kind of network with the different people that are here. You've already heard uh, a couple of people from this location. We had Jessica Kinsley, uh, we've had Dustin Curzon, and uh, now we have a, a guest today, Malachi Blankenship. and. Uh, the cool thing about Malachi is that uh, he's actually an entrepreneur that's using 36 Degrees North for exactly what it's created for, uh, to be a base camp for entrepreneurs. And so uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the, the app that he's developed and some of the things that he's doing here and just his entire entrepreneurial journey. So I'm really excited to share that with you. But uh, first and foremost, Malachi, welcome uh, to the podcast. For those of you who don't know uh, about you, why don't you go ahead and tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Great. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on, Evan. Uh, it's, uh, it's an honor. And uh, well, uh, 36 degrees north is um, done a lot for me here already. Uh, like you said, uh, I was like graduated from the University of Tulsa with my MBA, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, not your typical guy to go and uh, be a, an entrepreneur. Um, but found the, found an idea, um, got on board. That had some uh, some buddies that were. We're with me that um, Nick Salas is actually the guy who, who came with this idea of U-Town. I'll get in that in a little bit. Um, and we just kind of pitched it back and forth with each other. Um, he brought on a, uh, a CTO um, named Hans Brindy, um, and we formed a team. And I think that the biggest thing for me being becoming an entrepreneur was the fact that I had a great team. Well, tell everybody a little bit about um, U-Town because I think gotcha. that, uh, you know, we'll get into your background a little bit more, but uh, I'm excited to kind of spotlight that a little yeah. bit because this is a, this is a Tulsa-based company, and it's it's That's a startup, true. right? Yeah. yeah, and so uh, we're you're looking to grow that. So I'm excited to kind of share that story first and foremost, but uh, then also on I just want to hear about the journey because yeah. I think that that part is really exciting too. At least, sorry, from my side, I think is really exciting yeah. because anytime I hear about people taking the entrepreneurial leap, uh, I think about all of the. Uh, the potential freedoms and the the upsides and all that other stuff. And I know that that's there, but there's also a real world. And I want to get into that too, because I think that there's some people that are listening that are thinking about going down that entrepreneurial journey. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that they have a good understanding of what that looks like. And so this is pretty fresh for you. How many years has U-Town been uh, around and, and created? About 13 months. About 13 months. So this is still fresh. And so so you have a real good insight to what that first sure. 24 months of the entrepreneurial journey looks like. So let's talk about U-Town. What is U-Town? Uh, what are the benefits? Why did you come up with the idea of creating this app? Sure. 
uh, well, the, the idea came from uh, my buddy Nick was, was out downtown. Um, he met up with some friends and they're like, hey, what, what do we do next? Mm-hmm. And they were, um, you know, they expected Nick to know because, you know, he's a, he's a social guy. And, and he was like, I don't. Yeah. You know, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. And it took about 30 minutes and they happened upon, you know, like a, a, some live music, which is what they were looking for. And he's like, there just needs to be a better way. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Nick, had, I'd, I'd worked for Nick previously and we'd always kind of... Um, you know, bantered back and forth about ideas, um, you know, from from restaurant shops to, you know, to, to cool websites. Um, so once you started talking to me about this one, I was like, you know, this one actually has some legs to it. You know, let's let's make this happen. I, I see the potential because there's actually a real problem here. Mm-hmm. You know, there's um, so much that people that people want to know about and so much that communities offer that's just not accessible. And so we were like, let's let's go out and let's create the best source for people to see what to do mm-hmm. and, and find what to do next. And so um, that's how that's how it started and it's morphed um, into this just really cool interactive um, app and website that helps you see the events and the local deals happening around you. Um, our whole goal is to make it a benefit to the user. You know, if it's not if it's not something that you'll be able to find value in, you know, then then, then we're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we feel like, you know, if you're a social goer or, you know, just board sometimes it's one of those apps that you're gonna you're gonna want to have um, in your back pocket so you can find what to do um, so that's how the the whole idea kind of started and, and then it it's morphed into what it is now I mean there's you know you like you said there's the idea stage um, you know back from just the simple like hey we, we figure out the problem okay well what is the real solution you know and you have to have to mock it up have to get um, your uh, your coders on board to actually put the, uh, the plan in place um, which is a lot easier said than done. Yeah, um, we have a, a great talent with with Hans, um, but that's how that's how the whole uh, the whole process of Utown started. But um, if you're uh, if you're new to Utown or if you're new to, to Tulsa, um, or if you just you know don't know what to do, sometimes I think Utown provides a great benefit to to help people see the, the local deals, the local events, anything from like hey, there's a, a movie in the park happening here, or there's live music happening at this corner bar. Like we got it all, and it's. Um, just a real fun interactive site that you know is very very useful. So we're we're excited to give it to the Tulsa community, and we're looking to grow it to uh, to the nation um, here in the next year. Yeah, I'm really excited about that because uh, in my my real job, uh, I do travel a bit, and whenever I'm in a town for a night, it'd be really nice to know what's going on, especially right. from an outsider's perspective, as opposed to just oh, I'm just going to be hanging out at the Courtyard Inn and uh, watching football or something. I'd much rather go to like a cool event. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, you said something that was kind of key to me um, in the development process in creating U-Town. You talked about how the project morphed. And I think that that's, a, I think that's an interesting thing to take in consideration because a lot of times when you're creating something, you usually start with this premise, this idea of, well, I think it should be this, or I think the need is here. But I think as you start getting into it and you start right. developing, you start to realize that maybe your assumptions were a little off, not necessarily completely wrong, but you need to shift that mentality. So talk a little bit about that. Is that Was that a struggle for you guys or is that something you embrace? Because that's change and I yeah. know that people don't like change. And when you're starting to get investors and you're putting a lot of time into it, did you have one of those moments like, oh crap, I, we're going <laughs> the wrong direction yeah. here and we need to fix it quick. Right, well, well I would say like everybody, everybody loves their baby, right? And everybody is, um, super proud of it and, and wants to talk all about it and like there's nothing there's nothing wrong all right and until somebody actually does say something about it you're like wait why, why'd you why'd you say that you know and, um, I think for us as entrepreneurs like 
that it's really easy to go along that track of like, hey, like it's those problems aren't going to happen to me. My idea is going to stick. My idea is going to be the one that everybody wants to do. Um, and so we, when we launched our beta, we were like, this is this is what's going to be it. Like this is everybody's going to love this and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And we got some positive feedback, but most of that positive feedback was from you know our friends and you know, family and people that you know wouldn't say anything bad to your face anyways. Um, and so, but then I started I started noticing like how people were actually using it, and I was like, okay, I think I think we're missing some things here. And so um, I was like, well, well, what do we need to change? Well, the people that you know are, are using aren't saying that that it's bad because they're a lot of them were using it because of their uh, friends and family. And so we started going to I started going to to bars. I'm not I'm not a drinker or anything. I would I would sit down next to people and try to get them to ask me about the app that was on my phone. It was the weirdest thing. I would just kind of like <laughs> open it up and and just show them like like just like look around like act like I'm looking for something to do until like dude be like wait what, what's that on your phone I've never seen that and it's like I was like oh it's this app called U-Town it helps you see like what to do around town and he's like oh it's a piece of crap or whatever you know it's just like <laughs> uh, but it was honest feedback because they didn't know that I was the one creating if I had gone up to him and like hey what do you think about this app I made yeah um, they'd be like oh that's pretty cool man uh, but anyways I got I got real feedback about what they liked about the app and what they didn't like about it and so we're like all right let's let's start morphing it more towards what people really need and uh-huh. that was not necessarily what we kind of had in our mind predisposed um and that that really helped us and we not not only did we talk to you know just the, the random people on the street we also went and talked to businesses and we're like hey as a business what's what's important for you to get the word out about what's going on um you know went and talked to different district meetings setting so many different districts. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff happening uh, here in Tulsa. and also went into uh, Fayetteville, Kansas City, Oklahoma City, and just heard from them what what would be a benefit uh, to have consumers, you know, on their on their phone to be able to get them in the doors, um, and that kind of really helped us helped us morph it because I mean, there's a lot of a lot of social retention with this app, mm-hmm. um, which we like about because I mean, just just for instance with Tulsa, you know, you you could come downtown to you know a, a Tim McGraw concert or um, or or a game at the BOK Center, mm-hmm. you know. But what are you going to do before? What are you going to do after? Yeah. You know, you know about the big things. We want to help people do the the other things and, and help people stay in, in a certain area. You know, you go over to the Rose District for for a meal uh, in Broken Arrow. You know, what what are you going to do next? Are you going to go to the rooftop patio? It's like where's the where's the music at? Um, is there any cool cool deals in the shops nearby? Um, those are the kind of things that we're um, we're trying to help with, and and that's how. The app has morphed into more of like, hey, each each community is going to be different, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know what? What we we're not going to force a model onto a community. We want to create a platform that they can use it how how they feel fit. Yeah, I love how that you're flexible with that because uh, I think for me, so like I have graphic designers, and I'll try to. Uh, ask them to create something for me. So I'll, I'll kind of lay out a little bit mm-hmm. and, and I, I want to trust them because that's what I've hired them for. That's what, yeah. I've, what I've created uh, uh, the, that position for them to do. I know that they can essentially take the ideas and thoughts that I have and put it on paper. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is if it's not exactly or not close enough to what I'm looking at, I have the, and I love how you called your project a baby, I have uh-huh. the unique opportunity to call their babies ugly. And uh, they just don't, they don't like it. And, I, and I'm still trying to yeah. figure out the best way to do it. And as a developer and as an entrepreneur to go out there and, and <laughs> act like you don't know what this app is that you've created. 
and then hear that honest feedback and potentially have people call your baby ugly. Uh, that's, I mean, that's tough. And, uh, but I, so I applaud you for doing that because I think that I, I think we get a little prideful in, in some of the things that we create. We, we believe that this is the end all be all. And, um, I'm actually working on a, a presentation here and, and just talking about the importance of, of listening to your customers. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened to, uh, a Ted talk and, and, and one of the guys talked about, uh, he wants his employees to be interested over interesting. And that was a really unique concept to me because it's more about tuning in to the customer and what they want, as opposed to being this really unique branded thing. There's value to that, but at the same time, if that's the only thing you are, you're gonna, you're, you're, your customers are gonna become uninterested in what you're doing and, and ultimately they'll, they'll vote with their, with their dollars and they'll go other places. Um, one thing that you said in your intro that I think is really um, intriguing to me is you got a, you got a master's degree from TU. So uh, when, I, when I think of people who have like a, a master's in business administration and, and putting the amount of time and effort into getting an education like that, I think about somebody who's going to use that degree to really launch them into a corporate career. And you've kind of switched to go another direction. So to me, that says that you're really, really passionate about this project and you believe that much in it. So that first and foremost gives a lot of credibility to the project. But talk a little bit about that because I think there's a lot of people, like myself included, I don't have a master's degree. I've considered getting it. I've thought about going through that path. What what are some of the value that you've gotten from that? And why did you choose entrepreneurship over, you know, potentially leveraging that degree to something else? Sure. Well, I think the, uh, I had a a great experience at the University of Tulsa with their MBA program. Um, The professors there are all top notch and uh, we actually were, I was put in a cohort uh, with a group of about 25 other individuals that were uh, looking to get their MBA as well. And the, I think the, the biggest thing that I learned from there, and maybe that's why I, I took the entrepreneurship route, is that I learned how to learn. Yeah. And, and I learned that there was, there's so much more um, that, that I could learn about each, each topic. Um, I, would, I learned more in the first month at, in the MBA program than I probably did in my four, you know, four years of, of, uh, of undergrad. Wow. And that was just because, you know, they're, they're putting a lot at you, but everybody else is, is kind of driven and focused as well. And you, and you kind of, you, um, you get that vibe of like, Hey, let's, this is actually a time to, time to focus down and learn. And so we, we get, we get kind of the highlights of like all these different topics, you know, from finance, to accounting, to marketing, to, you know, business management, um, operations, all, all these things you're, you're getting the highlights of them. And, and it's kind of up to you to dive deeper, um, and really make it your own, and and something else that I that I learned when I was in the MBA program is, like they would put us in groups. We were in a group for for every class, like team groups. Almost all of our projects were were team oriented, and that's and that's how the workforce is, you mm-hmm. know, for for the most part. Unless you're you know a you know a, a tennis player or, or a violinist or something, you know. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's other single single uh, occupation jobs out there, um, but you always you always get in the teams, and so. I learned there how to how to co-work and how to build a good team and, and uh, how to work with others, and and then um, I had one professor there who was really adamant about you know entrepreneurship. We even you can even take an entrepreneurship class as like a one of the electives in the uh, in the MBA program and took it and you know kind of had an idea for um, a, uh, a random ice cream shop that I presented as my you have to have like follow through with an idea and, and just learned a lot and um, was like hey this is kind of cool to actually work for yourself you mm-hmm. know I think 
I think it's it sounds a lot cooler maybe at times than it is, but um, there is a lot of freedom to it and a lot of autonomy. And um, I would say that even like those guys that that I graduated with, you know, a lot of them are doing really big things, awesome things. Um, but they also will call me up and be like, Naka, how's, how's the uh, how's entrepreneurship life going, man? Well, I, I wish I was doing that. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll be in, they're in corporate America with most of them and they're, they're calling me and they're like, man, you got the life. I'm like, well, I'm not making the money like you guys are, so <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not quite sure about that, but, um, but they're, no, they're, uh, they're, they're great, uh, great individuals. And I think everybody has their, their different track. And, and I think for me, like I have some resiliency that, that enables me to like, to take the no, take the people saying your baby's ugly and, mm-hmm. and, and that kind of, um, has helped me to take this business and, and get it off. And like you said, like it is something that I believe in. If I, if I didn't really, really believe in it, then you're right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be wasting, you know, these, these couple of years on. I think it's, I think I'm learning even more so as an entrepreneur, um, than I did even in my MBA program, which I learned a ton. And so just, just how it's building me up for, for the next, um, you know, areas of my career, I think it's going to be really, uh, really cool. So. Well, listeners, the gold nugget in that is, is right from the very beginning, learning how to learn. If you understand that going to school, going to college, whatever um, education you have, the purpose of that is not necessarily to have you be, walk out of there an expert. The purpose is for you to walk out of there prepared to learn what you need to know to be effective in whatever field you go into. And I think for me, that was a big mistake. I, when I graduated, I thought, well, I've got my degree, pay me the money, right? Yeah. Like I, I know it all. And so now you're gonna utilize all the experience I had. And I found out very quickly that I didn't know as much as I thought I did. And it took a little bit of time uh, to really kind of come to terms with that. And, but once I did, once I realized that that education and how I was approaching education was wrong, uh, it really intrigued me of how I could have approached it differently at, even at a younger age. Like if I really went into it and said, okay, I'm going, I'm taking this class. I don't know anything about it. It's going to be taught to me. But really the teachers in college weren't necessarily teaching me anything. They were reviewing stuff that I should have taught myself. And it made a whole lot more sense once I realized that that's, that learning is done done by you, um, and and now I'm a little bit biased because I'm obviously growing up in this this decade. But there's so many tools out there now to learn. Yeah. Uh, I believe this. I'm gonna self promote a little bit. I think the podcast is one. Uh, there's a lot of pod, there's a lot of great podcasts out there. A lot of great uh, content. And so if you're tuning into mine, uh, fantastic. I hope you're listening to other ones too. But uh, Malachi, you actually taught yourself just some of the structures of coding and, and, and some of the concepts of it to create this app. You actually learned a lot from YouTube, right? Yeah, I did. So uh, I, would, I agree 100%. You know, you got you to gotta learn how to learn. And uh, I actually um, taught myself the, the UI UX aspect of um, user interface, yeah, user, user experience. Experience, okay. And um, there's the a lot of acronyms right. in technology. <laughs> the, the reason why is kind of like what, what you were saying earlier with, with the graphics. Like, you know, you, you have other people making your graphics for you and they might mess it up slightly. And I was like, I was, I was kind of tired of taking, you know, the ideas that were in my head and the, and the heads of our team and giving them to somebody else and then them bringing it back to us and be like, ah, it's kind of off. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, 
let, let me take away that step. Let me let me learn how to do this. So, um, you know, some YouTube classes, some some online learning, and um, you know, talking to people that actually knew how to do it, and you know, a lot of research. I was like, hey, I I'll do this for the team. I'll I'll kind of you know put in the extra hours to to make sure this happens and. Uh, and that way, it created kind of just some more flexibility w- within our team to be able to uh, to help our, our CTO and help our, our freelancers that were coming on board to show them directly from the source what what was needed. So, yeah, I, I encourage that one hundred percent. I mean, I think um, I think your podcast is a is a good tool. I think there's a lot out there. I mean, especially for for Tulsa. I mean, if you're a Tulsa young professional, I mean, this is you want to try to network with the people that are either on your podcast or, you know, they're coming in and out of 36, um, you know, look for areas to, to find that because I think that's something else that I learned when I was in the MBA program was just the importance of networking, the importance of, you know, talking to the guy that's, that's younger than you. That's, you know, that that's trying to, to get to where you're at and talking to the guy that's been there for, for 60 years, you know, all, all these people are going to have experience for you and it's going to help you to, um, to pursue your the career that you want and to um, make sure you can learn you know the new tools that you need to, to get to where you're trying to go well it's, it's very apropos that you say that because we're in 36 degrees north and we talked a lot about with Dustin the importance of collaboration community mm-hmm. and collab- collaboration so when we're talking about learning uh, we're talking about learning how to learn I think a very uh, natural transition to that is that collaboration side too of using that community of, of individuals around you. And so I want to kind of pose this question to you because I think I think it'll kind of help uh, kind of further communicate uh, the importance of continuing to learn. Um, and it has to do with collaboration. Collaboration is not guaranteed, but it's created when what? Bring me back to my MBA now. You got to like a fill in the blank answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. I would just say that um, for for me, collaboration is just so key. Um, it's so key to success of a company because um, whether you're trying to do it on your own or you actually have a, a team of individuals, you're going to need to to have that other insight, to have you know an outsider's perspective or um, you know a mentor's perspective or or even like what is it? What does the next generation think of, of what you're doing? Um, so for me, collaboration is just is so important, and I think it starts with with networking, and I think it starts with you know just being a a friendly individual, you know, and, and making sure you're being open to people. Uh, one of the we actually ended up hiring this guy. Um, uh, spoiler alert for, for my story, uh, but I met a guy here in 36, and was like, hey, you want to go get get tacos one yeah. day? And he was like, yeah, I'd be down. So I went and, went and ate tacos with him. Um, over at Guthrie Green, you know, started a little little friendship, and about three weeks later, you know, started seeing more about what his work was, and what he was doing, and I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like he was a he was a front end developer, and um, and then he was like, hey, I might I'm actually gonna leave 36 because you know one of my gigs like um, you know broke off and wanna um, you know it's not doesn't make the most sense for me financially to be here, and I was like. I was like, wait, does that mean you have time to do other things right now? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, well, how about, how about you come in and work for U-Town? I was like, that, I think that would be a great fit. I've seen what you've done already. You know, I'm, I like working with you. Um, I like your personality. Um, you know, and his, his work was top notch. And I was like, hey, look, let me take, like, take over your rent for you. And, and we can bring you on board and, and, and be part of our team. And, and, and that worked for us because... Um, 
because I just started those those seeds early on. You know, didn't didn't know way back when I was just getting tacos that I'd end up like hiring the guy. Mm-hmm. But um, that's that sort of like collaborating, and and I would ask him questions when I was um, when I was starting as well because he had he'd already gone through UI UX and and learned how to do that when he was was younger, and so I'd been asking him and collaborating with him on those, and um, and then ended up bringing him on our team for for a little bit. So that's just a little uh, blimp of. Uh, of what collaboration means to me and, and how important it is uh, when, you're, when you're talking. But, I mean, you talk about 36 Degrees North, there are so many resources here and so many different industries that mm-hmm. it's really helpful to, to see what other people are doing in, in different sectors. I mean, uh, you got even like uh, Tulsa Tech, which I thought was just, you know, you know, a place to get, you know, some extra extra skills for, you know, blue-collar jobs. And uh, and they they do a lot. I mean, they do a lot for the, for the tech community here. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a lot for... Um, even like like hey, you, you, like can we get you a marketing intern or get some real work experience for for individuals and uh, they just they just do a lot. So there's a there's a lot of good resources here that it's important to to make sure you're open to and it's just kind of up to you to hey if you can if you can dream it you can probably collaborate on it. It's all up to you, man. That is so true. That was actually the point that I was going to reiterate. Just talking about how you thought something as menial as getting tacos with somebody. Um, I, I've heard the quote, I hate small talk. And, and it kind of, uh, as, I'm, as I'm kind of growing as a leader and, and uh, just in this podcast and everything else, what I'm realizing is the small conversations lead to big conversations mm-hmm. if you let them. And so just the simple act of just saying, hey man, let's, I'm gonna go eat, you gotta eat at some point, let's go grab some tacos together, let's go have a good time. Like that stuff right there is so important. And, and again, from my, from my personal experience, I'm very independent. And so norm, that's, that's counter my nature. And so for me even to be hosting a podcast and going out and reaching out to people that I don't know anything about and I'm learning about them, that's so far outside of my comfort zone. But the value that I'm getting from it and hopefully the value you as an audience is getting from it is the importance of stepping outside of that comfort zone, reaching out to your community and just looking because there is so much stuff out there. Uh, If you had told me a year ago about all the amounts of resources that Tulsa has to help businesses, entrepreneurs, and that kind of stuff, I, I wouldn't have been able to list maybe more than one or two. Mm-hmm. And now just by uh, networking in the community, starting and having those conversations and those kinds of things, I'm learning so much. And I think for me, it's really encouraging because hopefully for the audience and, and for myself, if I ever do decide to jump down the full-blown entrepreneurial path, I know that there is so much out there in terms of collaboration and community to assist me in that. It makes that leap of faith more of a step. And I think that that uh, takes away a lot of that, um, that fear of, well, will this be successful or will I be able to do this? So I hope when you're listening to this that you're, you're, you're really tuning into a lot of the um, the underlying reading between the lines type of content that there is there because whether you're in Tulsa or you're in another community, I would say that Tulsa is a, is a, is a, is a hotbed for entrepreneurship. It's, it's been kind of published out there, but that doesn't mean that we have the market cornered. And I think that uh, whether you're in Chicago or Dallas or St. Louis or uh, Florida, wherever you are, there is a lot of stuff out there, but you just got to get outside of your walls get outside of your comfort zone, start having those conversations because that's going to ultimately lead you uh, to kind of seeing what really is available to you. And, and I think the other thing that's important that, that we hit on a lot on the podcast is 
people are willing to help. People are willing to uh, share their expertise, share their successes, share their failures with you. Uh, and that's where that collaboration community comes in too. It's, um, it, it's so much easier to accomplish something when you know it's been done before or you know that somebody's been through that and you can have that conversation. It's really scary when it's just you. Yeah. If you were the first person to ever create an app, um, that would probably be pretty scary. Sure. But I think there's like millions <laughs> of apps millions now. Of them, no, yeah. And so some of the struggles, some of the challenges that you've gone through, other people have gone through. Mm -hmm. And to the extent, there's some people that are willing to talk very openly about it and teach you how to do all those different things. So yeah. just, just know that that's, that's out there. Yeah, I think you definitely hit on it. I mean, you, you got to immerse yourself in whatever situation you're in, um, and you just got to make a, uh, you know, you got, you got to make it happen. And I think one of the big things too is is humility, and so making sure that you know that you're not you're not going to be the best probably at something. You know, you, you might you might think you are, but it's important to to kind of have that mindset of like, hey, I can, it's okay for me to go talk to an expert about this. You know, it's it's okay for me to to bring hire on somebody in a, in a field that I might not be that strong in, you know, it's the, that kind of humility helps to build up, you know, your, um, your team and, and your, and your business. And also just like, just in your career, I mean, just you, you as a person, I mean, you're not, you're not going to be the best at certain areas, but I mean, it's important to, to go out there and try and let people know too, that like, Hey, I'm not the best at this, but I'm, but I'm trying and I want to hear your advice, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, if you were to go out and, you know, be like, hey, I'm I'm the best podcast in the world, you know. Then then, you know, people might be like, some people might listen to you, listen to you, and be Thank like, you, hey, I really it, appreciate it, you yeah, saying that means a lot. <laughs> it's like it's like the, uh, you know, it's like uh, Conor McGregor. I mean, you, you have to do it, but you also gotta, you know, you gotta be about it too. I mean, if you if you say it, you gotta be about it. Um, but there's that the humility of like bringing on the the best people around you to to make you even better. Mm -hmm. I love that you brought up humility. I think that's the first time we've actually brought up humility in the podcast. And it's just the context of it. It just fits so perfectly in to what we're trying to accomplish here. Because I don't think that when you're, uh, again, speaking to the audience, I don't think humility is ever on was ever on my radar 10 years ago. I, I, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. It was, it was me being you know, putting the best foot forward and having it all together and feel like I had all the answers and showing no weaknesses. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I think that part of that, part of that's just my personality, but I think a lot of, as I talk to more and more people, I think that that's just something that we deal with as leaders because as a leader, you are who people are looking to for the answers. And I think that there's a balance between, uh, you know, confidence and leadership and all that other stuff, but there is a side of humility that needs to be there because without that, I, I think that people are less likely to follow you because they don't feel that you're human. They don't mm -hmm. feel like you actually care about them. And that's, we talk a lot about empathy and that kind of stuff uh, as well being an important role, but I love the role of humility in leadership too. That's something that I'm definitely going to have to stew on a little bit because I think, I think that there's a lot more there that we just haven't, haven't even touched on. Um, yeah, I mean, I think if you look at the if you look at the best leaders, even even around town. I mean, you look at you know, somebody like GT Bynum is is the guy that I think is is really humble in what he does because, and you can see that by you know people's actions a lot of times. Like, okay, wh where are they going? Where where are they spending their time? You know, are they are they just you know 
going to the, the big places all the time and just talking to the big guys, or or they actually take a chance to you know talk to the people at the front desk, or they or they um, making connections with with people that actually might not help them, yeah, you know, long term, you know, and um, and just kind of being humble and knowing that like, hey, I'm not. I'm not as great as I probably want to think I am, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think that that goes a long way because it shows other people that, hey, you're not just about yourself, you're about making others better. Um, and I'm about, for, for me with U-Town, like we're, we're about making communities better. Yeah. And, you know, if that's, if that's through my expertise in, in a certain field, that's great. But if I need to bring somebody else on because it's going to make the um, other communities better, then I'm going to do that because that's what's, that's what's going to be better for other people. And if I don't get the, the spotlight or the glory, um, I think that's okay because, you know, you're, you have to be about, you know, the, the real, the real mission. And I think that that is a shift that you, you probably will see a lot more that, uh, in our, in, in our, just in our generation. I mean, I think we're, we're doing a better job of making a big deal about, um, the, the little guys and, and kind of, not boasting, you know, so much about herself, um, but I think there, there definitely are those people too as well that uh, make a big deal. But uh, anyways, well, all those people that you talked about, the people that you might, as a leader, might not interact with, but those are the people that your customers interact with, right? Those right. are the, those are the people that are making the things that you do possible, and I and I do think that it's it's one of those things. It's real easy as you start to work your way up to kind of forget about um, all the different roles that support what you do and. And if you if you forget that, yeah. then I think that's when you realize that you you turn around and, and you think you're leading this big charge and there's nobody behind right. you because it's 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 the culmination of all those different personalities, skills, and people. Uh, a job that pays you know a, a quarter of what you make is just as important as some of the things that you do on a day to day basis because those are the people on the ground floor. They're 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 the ones that are interacting directly with your customers and those are the ones that you need to make sure. Are the ones that are are really carrying the torch for you because if they're bought in, right, your customers will be bought in. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think you said it right. I mean, I think humility is goes both ways. So it goes, hey, humility is, you know, I'm not, I'm not a good as good as in this area as I as I need to be. Mm-hmm. You know, let's bring somebody else on board. You know, it's it's letting the people above you know that, and it's also letting the people below you know that, like, hey, you you really matter, and the stuff that you're doing. Um, makes a makes a big difference and I and I really need that and I really I really appreciate you know your input and I mean I think if you're sincere in that and you know for, for me I mean that's it's the truth I mean that's 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 what I do I think I think there is you know we are on humility a lot I do think there is a lot of uh, confidence you have to have as an entrepreneur too and to be able to you know take risk and uh, you know take a take a blow to the chin and, and all that kind of stuff and you know stand up for what you believe in and uh, and, and make stuff happen, but um, you you can't go about that if you if you're not you know putting yourself in a position of humility. Yeah, well, I love how because it really t- it ties because we want to talk about learning today. Yeah. So it actually ties into learning great uh, really well because having that humility actually creates the opportunity to learn. Really, if Absolutely. you think about it, because you're yeah. recognizing to, to yourself, I don't have the tools that I need. I'm not I'm not the expert on this, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. But I recognize that you are. And I want to learn with you, so I'm gonna put. I want to put myself in a position to learn, and I think that's just as important as learn in the in the role of learning how to learn is having that humility um, to say that because that is what's gonna hope hopefully put you in a position 
to learn from some of the best people out there that have the expertise, that have the skills that you don't have, that can help bring you up to that level uh, to where you become the expert. And once you're the expert, you'll have a lot of knowledge, but uh, there's probably going to still be a lot of other things that you don't know. Yeah. So it, it, it's it's an ongoing uh, thing. It, it never never really stops, and you never you never stop learning. Right. One thing that I uh, wanted to kind of do to kind of close this out was talk a little bit about uh, you as an entrepreneur. We talked about learning. We talked about U Town. We talked about creating all these different things. Um, but I believe that there's people that listen to this podcast that are they're thinking about or are close to wanting to take that step into into entrepreneurship. Um, so what would what kind of advice would you give somebody who's who's maybe on the fence right now? Maybe they're a, a sidepreneur or maybe they're kind of in a corporate world or maybe they're getting ready to graduate from college and they're, they're thinking, man, uh, I like the idea of what entrepreneur, the opportunity that entrepreneurship has. Um, and, and they're kind of on the fence because they're also saying, hey, I, I could potentially get out of school and start making pretty decent money too. So uh, what would your advice be to somebody who's considering entrepreneurship? They feel like they have um, a service or a product uh, that they believe in. They're willing to do that, but they're, they're a little cautious right now because mm-hmm. they, they feel like that's a pretty big jump. Right. Well, I mean, I think it, I think it is a, it's a big jump. It's a risk. Um, but I think there are steps you can take and, um, the first thing I would say is, you know, if, if it's a product or if it's an idea or a service, you know, make sure that you're addressing a problem, mm-hmm. you know, um, make sure there's, there's something out there, uh, that people actually need, you know, and, or that you can do better. You know, it's, it's okay to come up with an idea that somebody else already has. If you think you can do it better, if you think you can do it differently. Yeah. Um, I think those are all good tools. And I would say as, you know, somebody that's trying to make a leap, I would say, um, tap into the resources that are available to you. You know, listen to podcasts like this, um, researching researching online. Um, get if you're in the Tulsa area, like getting involved with Thirty Six Degrees North. Um, if you're you know just about to graduate, you know you're still in college, like talk to your professors. If you if you've already graduated and, and you have professors, or maybe you didn't go to the college, like find find some mentors um, or professors that are like, hey, that, that's that's what they want to do. They they want to help you succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had. Uh, multiple, you know, um, times where I've, I've met with old professor just for coffee and just and just talked about, okay, the the stuff that you were telling me back in the day, you know, how does it really relate to my life right now? Yeah, and they they absolutely love talking about that, and um, those those kind of conversations really help. I mean, you know, if you're if you're somebody who's like looking to you know be more in the tech industry, you know, come come talk to me. Like, um, almost everybody that has done it before is, is going to want to help somebody else do it. Um, and so the, you, you just kind of have to get out of your bubble and instead of thinking like, Hey, my, my idea is great. Go, go actually test it out. You know, go, go ask some people. Um, I'm actually the elite organizer for 1 million cups mm-hmm. and, uh, we have entrepreneurs present their ideas every week, um, every Wednesday at, at 9 AM here at 36 degrees North. And, you know, Come to one of those events. Hear what other entrepreneurs are doing and what the feedback they're getting. You know, um, you know, it's kind of like a version of like the Shark Tank, but a little yeah. more realistic for for the Tulsa area. Um, come and listen to those things. You know, if if you think you have an actual idea to pitch, like you can do all that stuff is free. You, you can pitch it. You can get feedback, um, and you can really start to shape your business and shape like, hey, is this something I want to you know risk? Maybe maybe you just take a couple of days off um, from from your work schedule so you can go and 
you know, pursue some of these avenues, talk to different people, um, and you still have that, that job in, in your back corner, and it might not be something you want to do, but if it's like, hey, I think I can make this work, then it's okay. I got to figure out what, what are my financials going to look like? You know, do I, do I need investment? Do I have a, a cash positive um, idea? Um, all these kind of things that um, you need to know, but they're, they're all out there. You know, Google how to, how to have a good business model. You know, I mean, the, you know, come, in, come to 36 Degrees North, talk to Tulsa Tech about like, hey, you know, how do I formulate this? There's, there are so many mentors and, uh, um, you know, just uh, business consultants and, and leadership coaches that, that work out of here or come through um, this area or, or just in Tulsa in general, uh, I mean, you, you probably are, are a good source to come to as well. I mean, if you're a, a podcast listener, you know, reach out to Evan. Be like, hey, what? I have this idea. Who should I talk to? Yeah. You know, because, I mean, you already talked to I'm, I'm the 57th person. I mean, that, that means you've talked to a lot of people yeah. that are businessmen here in Tulsa. Um, that, that That's a good place to start. So, um, you know, be like, hey, you know, I'm looking in this industry. I'm like, okay, well, that that was episode whatever, you know, and let's let's talk to that guy, and I can connect you, uh, because I bet you know most people that come on here are going to want to be able to, to share and and, uh, and help out those individuals. So, um, I would just say to, to recap, just tap into the resources that are available available to you. There's a lot more than you think. So take listen to um, what's been shared on here and approach it with humility. Uh, you know, make it happen, and and then. You know, sometimes you're gonna to have to learn how to how to learn later because yeah. um, you might not be the best at, at what you what you want to do yet, but it doesn't mean you can't do it. You know, it doesn't mean you can't can't switch career paths and 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 do something different. Absolutely. Well, man, you put a nice little bow on that for me. That, that worked out perfect. So the only thing we have left to do is how how do people find out about Utown? How how do they connect with that? How do they connect with you? What are some of the best ways for them to learn about uh, your your application? Sure. Well, the, the app is in the App Store and, and on Google Play. Um, it's called U-Town. It's the letter U, uh, then T-O-W-N. Um, it's just a it's just an app for, for events and deals um, happening locally around you. Um, and I think you can also go to our website, utownapp.com. Um, you can check out uh, more information there, uh, find my info. Um, but if you want to personally reach out to me, I mean, I'm Malachi, M-A-L-A-C-H-I, at utownapp.com. So I uh, would be happy to respond to, to any emails that are inquires maybe you have a an app idea or, or something and I can I can help you with you know kind of fitting the pieces in together be like hey is this is this really something that yeah you should be doing or um, is it is it worth the, the risk or worth the, the leap and um, so this is the best way to get involved with me and I would also say that you know if you're a young businessman um, in Tulsa like let people know about this application because I mean we're we're trying to build this company to stay in Tulsa but we're trying to build nationwide and, yeah and we think we've we built the right team um, already, uh, but if you know somebody that or yourself might you know might want to be a part of our team um, or contribute, like I'm, I'm a humble guy, I'll, I'll take I'll take the, <laughs> the expertise, um, but but just help us to to push this forward and uh, keep letting people know about you know just a, a great res- free resource to to see the events and the deals happen around them in real time. Absolutely, and check out a million cups. Yeah, one million cups too. Yeah, it's yeah. a great great resource for entrepreneurs. Uh, every Wednesday at nine. Every Wednesday at nine here at 36 Degrees North. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. Malachi, thank you for taking the time to share your story with us, to, to be humble with us, to, yeah. uh, to educate us a little bit about some of the cool things that you're doing. Uh, so thank you for doing that. We appreciate you coming out here. And listeners, we'll catch you on the next podcast.
Young businessmen, thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And if you'd like to learn more about the young businessmen of Tulsa, check out our website at www.ybtok.com or email us at ybtoklahoma at gmail.com. If you live in the Tulsa area and would like to hear one of our great speakers live at our monthly luncheon, we meet on the second Monday of every month from 12 to 1 p.m. Like us on Facebook for details about locations and upcoming speakers. Lastly, if you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes and share us with your friends. Thank you for tuning in to the Young Businessmen of Tulsa podcast, where we connect, develop, and inspire young businessmen to find and pursue their purpose.